Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> We're on the eve of preliminary final weekend in the AFLW, and it will also be a history-making weekend as well. There's been rep games, there's been exhibition games, but AFLW has never played a game on the MCG since its inception in 2017. But that will change tomorrow afternoon when Melbourne meet the reigning premier, the Brisbane Lions, at 12.40pm. And the Brisbane captain is Bree Conan. Bree, hello, welcome to SEN. Hey, thanks for having me. What's the mood like in the camp at the moment, Bree? I imagine a lot of excitement. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as you just said, it's a pretty special moment for um, AFL women. So, yeah, the girls are really excited. Hopefully we can get a look at the G today before we, we play on there tomorrow. Now, just before we come back to the MCG, I mean, you girls are coming in with a six-match winning streak. I mean, having won the flag last year. Now, Melbourne might be, I suppose, the, the nominal favourite here, given they've won one more match and, and the last game between the two of you. But surely confidence is sky high in your travelling party, Bree. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're coming into uh, a little bit of form at the right time. And, yeah, we've, we've obviously had a good run over the last few weeks. And, yeah, feeling really confident and really fresh coming into tomorrow's game so yeah it should be should be a really good hit out either way what's clicked <laughs> um I don't know I think everybody the week off was sort of a blessing in disguise for us so um yeah I think everybody sort of got a chance to freshen up and just refocus and um yeah I think obviously our medical team do an amazing job of getting up getting us peaking at the right time and they've done it again this year so yeah hats off to them is there is there a deep seated calm that comes with being the reigning premier, like a, an unflustered veneer, if you like, Bree? Something that you can't quite put your finger on, but that you know you have inside you. Um, unfortunately, there's no superpowers with it, so uh, yeah, still get as nervous as hell before games. Um, all that's pretty normal, and I think it means you care. So yeah, it's not a bad thing. And what about the coach Craig Starsevich? What's his message been like going into the week and in general? You know, backing up and defending your crown. Yeah, I think staff gets more stressed than anyone, to be honest. Um, <laughs> big man's lost some hair over the last few years. But, uh, yeah, obviously he's just reassuring us and he does an amazing job of just staying so positive and obviously pumping up um, girls for the little things they do, um, whether it be the one percenters, the team first acts, all those little things that really matter in finals. So, yeah, he's um, he's really excited, obviously, Um but yeah, just can't wait to see what we can do tomorrow. And is that, I guess, the the um, what's he like, Craig Starsevich? Then, Bray. I mean, is it those little things that you mentioned that he that he does that that make him so good at what he does? I mean, what's the connection like between the playing group and Craig, which is obviously strong from the outside looking in? But what goes into making that all possible? I think he's just been involved for such a long time. He obviously has amazing relationships with all these players and he's just so passionate about the game and passionate about our group and what we can do so 
that instills a lot of confidence in us. Yeah, I think he does an amazing job. He's awesome. So the last game the Lions lost, sorry to remind you of this, um, it came against tomorrow's <laughs> opponent. Now, it was a, a peculiar game, it must be said. You led Melbourne 22-zip late in the first half. Now, this was back in February. You must feel then, at least if you take a glass half full look at it, that you've at least got the recipe to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think um, we obviously learnt a hell of a lot from that game. And I think it was one of the turning points for us in the season. So, um, yeah, I, I I think we can match it with the best in the comp and I'm really confident that we can bring that again tomorrow. Do you revisit it this week? Uh, the the loss. Um, you probably look back at it to obviously check on matchups and see what we did wrong and improve, but we're not going to dwell on, dwell on that too much, mm. obviously. Finals is a different kettle of fish and, you know, we're a completely different group. Uh, to what we were back then. So, yeah, not not too much. So what went wrong in that game, Bree? I mean, Taylor Harris taking seven contested marks might be up there, but what what, what, actually, what did you identify? Yeah, she obviously had an amazing game and she's had an amazing season since. So just shutting down key players like that will be probably a priority for us tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, obviously they threw a spare back and they threw a few di- different things at us that we hadn't experienced yet this year so we've learned a lot from that game and hopefully we can combat that a little bit better coming into tomorrow what does it mean to pl- play a preliminary final on the mcg Bray? <laughs> yeah it's obviously pretty special um but at the end of the day trying not to get too caught up in all that um when the game actually starts and when you step over that white line it's it's mm. the same footy field that you play on every week the occasion is enough anyway, isn't it? But listening to Daisy Pierce during the week, you know, I mean, I mean, this is the ground that you would dream of playing on as you're growing up. Yeah, 100%. Obviously, it's got a lot of history behind it and it's an incredible um, special moment for the AFLW. So, yeah, it, it's got a lot of feeling behind it. Um, but, yeah, it'll be, be, be the team that can best cope with those nerves going into it and just play their their brand of footy. And I know this won't be your primary concern at the moment ahead of a, a obviously a, a sudden death game tomorrow. You've got bigger things on your plate for the here and now. But more broadly speaking, for the game, for its future, for its development, to have a game of such high stakes being played on a ground like the MCG, what that could do for the game? Yeah, obviously we've seen like even the impact of community grounds have on even the men's game um obviously they're they're quite challenging conditions and they they do bring they bring a different style of footy um to obviously the viewers so yeah playing on a deck that's you know enclosed it's nice conditions it's literally perfect so yeah hopefully hopefully it'll be a good spectacle for the crowd as well now you've been there before though haven't you you played on the g well way back well, 2016 probably yeah yeah, yeah, I think I was involved in that game. It wasn't wasn't a great day from memory, but uh, yeah, it was obviously an awesome time playing on the G. You'll have to remind me. I couldn't remember what happened. So it was obviously an exhibition game. Brisbane-Melbourne, was it not? Yeah, yeah, it was Brisbane-Melbourne. Okay. It's a long way from Magnetic Island um, off the coast of Townsville. What a magical place to grow up. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. I don't think I knew how lucky I was until I moved away from it. So I try to get back there as much as I can, but yeah pretty special. What was it like there, Bria? For those of us who might not even know where it is, obviously, eight, what is it, 8K off the coast of Townsville, what, what was it like growing up there? How many people actually live there? Um, yeah, there's a few thousand over there, I think. There's cars and shopping centres and all that. <laughs> I know, I know. All that. I we're, we're sleeping in tents. <laughs> I didn't um, mean to make it no. sound like it was horse and cart, but uh, I just thought I wasn't sure how many people live there. 
Yeah, no, it's um, a small community, but obviously a really close-knit community, and I get a lot of support from back home. Um, my mum's coming down to watch tomorrow, so, yeah, obviously um, got got a fair bit of family up there and friends, and, yeah, they always get behind me this time of year. Now, just on parents and family, I mean, we, we often look back, don't we, at our, at our parents being taxis for us in our junior sport. I mean, the distance you must have had to cover to play games, though, Bree, must, must uh, put the rest of us to shame. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know how my parents did it. And with my three siblings, it would have been very challenging. With, of course, we all had to decide to play different sports along the way. So, yeah, mum and dad just running around, pulling their hair out, chasing after us was, was yeah, challenging. And with the with the fairy as well, it just makes it that little bit harder. Uh, there's different sports in your family, but when did football and how did football enter your life as a youngster, Bree? Um, I probably started playing when I was about five or six for um, the local team on the island, the Magnetic Island Magpies. Uh, shout out for them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I don't know how, I've tried every sport under under the sun and I think that was the one that I loved the most, obviously, and that stuck and I enjoyed the most playing with my friends. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad I stuck with it now. Uh, yeah. And the way you play the game is so admirable. I mean, it's a style that fans can really warm to. I guess you've got a reputation as one of the more reliable lockdown defenders in the competition. Always put your body on the line, always keep your head over the ball, always go back with the ball. Have you always played in that manner? Yeah, I think, yeah, obviously playing in juniors. Um, and as I was growing up, that was sort of my brand of footy and playing mixed. It's, yeah, it's definitely... A, um, helped my game and given me a different sort of um, and really long development in, in footy, which I'm really lucky for having like a few girls only played a, a couple of years. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to have played that long. Yeah. So how long did you play mixed for then? Um, I played up until I was about 13 or 14 when I, when I wasn't able to play yeah. mixed anymore. They sort of said, no, nah, you're going to get hurt too, too old. Um, so I actually travelled to Cairns every weekend to play for a couple of years in my later later schooling life, and yeah, obviously four hour trip round and oh. played for uh, North Cairns Tigers. So yeah, it was good fun, but obviously it shows how much I love love footy. I was just going to say that that that's a big day, isn't it? That's a big day. <laughs> yeah, I um like obviously. I was in school, so I, I actually couldn't drive. So I was, you know, sleeping in the car, taking the easy option. But yeah, it was it was a long, long effort. So your role in this team, obviously, is skipper, as lockdown defender. I mean, you're important anyway. That goes without saying. But there's there's been an added responsibility for you this year, hasn't there? And in, indeed, the entire back six. Obviously, Kate Luck can such a big part of that set up the veteran stopper injured so early. It might have even been the season opener. So I imagine there's been a a real collective effort there to help fill the void left by Kate? Yeah, obviously, Lutzi is an amazing player and person on and off the field, um, and she brings a lot to our group. So I've just been lucky to have a few people step up this year and um, really, I guess, fill the void. Um, but, yeah, we've got a great list and a lot of depth in our list, which we take pride into coming into these games and these sort of situations. Like, unfortunately... Yeah, that's footy and people get hurt sometimes. But, yeah, I think um try not to put too much pressure on myself and share the love. But, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got good people around me. So you win the toss tomorrow. What end are you kicking to, Bree? <laughs> good question. I'll figure that out when I get to the ground. <laughs> Wind's probably not going to be as much of an issue. So, 
Yeah, I, I don't even know what you, what makes you decide then. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, good problems to have. Well, before we let you go, what are your movements? I think you touched on off the top. Your movements between now and midday tomorrow. So you'll get a, a look and a, and a run around on the, on the ground today? Um, obviously, there's a game on tonight. So we'll fly down uh, this morning and hopefully just get a tour and a walk around, just have a look at the ground and familiarise ourselves. And then we'll go into captain's run and team meetings, et cetera, tonight and just hopefully have a relatively good sleep before before the game tomorrow. What is your pre-game routine? Oh, I, I don't really have anything too hectic. Obviously, eat my meals at certain times, etc. But, yeah, um, I'm not superstitious on anything in particular. So I like to roll with it and go with the flow. Great to talk to you, Bree. Uh, your journey is a fascinating one. So is the Brisbane Lions uh, this year and last. We love the way you go about it individually and, and as a team. Best of luck tomorrow against Melbourne uh, at midday on the MCG. It's a great pleasure to say that. Thanks for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me. Cheers. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.